0: Welcome to an 1865 Podcast Extra, focusing upon our Premier League predictions. In a few minutes, we're going to hear from Australian Premier League podcast, Perth de la Prem, with their thoughts on how Forrest are going to do. But first, here's something we couldn't fit into our pre-season preview podcast, as we speak to Stephen, Tom and the Maradon the Midlands about their predictions for the top four and bottom three. And we'll also hear from Adam and Jeremy. Enjoy! panel onto the spot and find out their Premier League predictions. So we're just going to ask you, who's going to win the league? Who's going to finish second? And who's going to fill those dreaded relegation places? Tom, let's start with
2: you. So my top well, my top four, I think um, Liverpool will win the league because I think they've recruited really well. Um, Man City, I think they're going to like, now they've got Haaland, I think they're going to try and get the... Um, and win the Champions League for the umpteenth time, then I think Chelsea will um, come strong. And with um, Conte at Spurs, I think they'd be, um, they'd be the top four. Uh, so I've got them. And I think they will be pushed quite closely by Arsenal because I think they've recruited well. Um, my bottom three, I think Bournemouth will go. Uh, I just don't think they've uh, recruited um They haven't really brought many players in. I think Fulham will have their age old problems by coming up to the Premier League and not really recruiting. And I think Leeds will go. Um, Even though they've um, signed quite a lot of players, I just think Jesse March is like your typical Ted Lasso type of coach. No disrespect to the Americans, but when they come over here, they, they don't seem to be cut out for Premier League football. So I think they will go. And I think Everton will struggle. The longer they keep Frank Lampard, I, I don't think he's uh, cut out for Premier League football. And uh, I think they will struggle. And I think he will get potted around about well, before the World Cup starts, if not afterwards. So I think they will stay up. But I think um, with them losing with Charles into Spurs, I think they will struggle this season.
0: Mm. And uh, just on the topic of Everton, I was discussing with uh, the Anfield Rap podcast and saying, well, Morgan Gibbs, why? He can either come to Forest... Or he can, um, where he'll, at least there's a chance that the manager's going to still be there by the end of the season. Because if he stays at Wolves or if he goes to Everton, then who knows what's going to happen. Stephen, let's go to you for your predictions.
1: Uh, Well, my champions are going to be Man City. I still think they are the team to beat and they've got the experience of winning the last two titles. Liverpool runners up. I think they're going to push them close, but again, just fall short. And um, Spurs to finish third. I think they've recruited well under Conte and it's Conte just gets teams winning. Um, Followed by Chelsea and then Arsenal are in the conversation as well. So that will be my top four. Relegation, I think Bournemouth will go and I think they'll probably be bottom as well. I've not. too impressed with their recruitment I think they invested everything they had in January just to get in the Premier League and now they're here I don't think they've they've got enough to recruit further and survive and I'm not too sure about Scott Parker's credentials as a Premier League manager so I think Bournemouth will go I think Fulham will go as well and it'll just be the same old story with Fulham I think they'll They'll try and play nice football, they'll try and attack, but they'll just get torn apart by too many teams, concede too many goals and eventually struggle and end up relegated. Um, My final team to be relegated is Brentford. Up until Christian Eriksen came in last season, their form had nosedived after a good start and they looked at one point like they were going to get dragged into the relegation battle Ericsson came in and helped to turn it around, but he's now gone to Man United, and I'm not convinced by the signings they've made so far. And I think that second season syndrome might kick in for Brentford.
0: Mm, okay, and just before I come to you, on the Midlands, Tom wants to say something.
2: Yeah, Fulham keep Tom Re- um, Tim Ream in their back four; <laughs> they're going to leak goals because. He absolutely yeah, crapped himself when Zinchenko ran at him and he ran into the net, basically, didn't he? And I just think he's an awful defender. And now he's in the Premier League. I just think he's going to struggle. So if Tim Ream is in there back four for the start of this season and it carries on, I think they're going to leak goals um, like 1-0. Okay, we well don't hold back, will you, Tom? So, married on the Midlands. If we if we ignore Tom's vendetta against
0: the against our friends from over the water, um, what's what are your predictions? Um, I
3: think I've heard Tim Ream speaks very highly of you, Tom. gonna be gutted. Um, yeah, I think I was I was very impressed by Liverpool in the uh, Community Shield yesterday. Uh, they, they look like they're they're ready to go straight away. So uh, I'll go Liverpool for the league, City second, Tottenham third. I'm not sure about fourth. Um, it could be any any of the three already mentioned, Arsenal. Arsenal, Manu, or uh, Chelsea. I'm not sure about that one. Relegation wise, I agree with the others. Bournemouth don't look like they strengthen enough that so they're down. Although slightly different, I'll say Southampton, because they've mm. uh, keep on sort of falling off a cliff, their form over the last few years. And uh, I think that's going to catch up with them.
0: Again, small squad. Season.
3: Yeah. And the third one, I'm not sure. I'm thinking either Brentford for the reasons Stephen's given or. I don't, I don't know what, I've just got a sneaky feeling for Leicester City. I just, I just, I think, I think there's, it's just something's not quite right there. And uh, got, they might not go down, but I think they're going to struggle this year.
0: Well, they've not got any
2: money and their squad is worse than it was last season, isn't it, Tom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were banking on selling your T Lemons for big money and that's not happened. And they're going to be wheeling out Jamie Vardy again and they can't. Uh, Defender set pieces I mean they were Pretty awful last season We saw When we played them In the FA Cup They were awful And I know they're going To get Wesley Fofana back But um, I think it's An ageing back four As well Because obviously You've got Schmeichel who might be going If they get a replacement You've got Johnny Evans Who is getting on a bit And can't keep fit And um, I think they're like If you look at the pr- um, Predictions from Leicester fans I think they're like Putting all their eggs In one basket having a good season from James Madison again, but he can't do it himself. So uh, I think they, like I says, they were banking on using Yo Telemann's money to actually revamp their squad and it hasn't happened. And I've got a funny feeling, Rogers may be one of the first managers to get potted along with um, Frank Lampard this season. He was rumoured wanting out last year for whatever jobs were coming up. And I just think he might be coming to the end of his cycle at mm. um, Leicester. Job swap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no. I don't I'm not going anywhere near their um near their wannabe wi- uh, rivals. So mm. um Maradon Midlands, you're also pointing out that uh with, with having Darwin up front
0: here, it means that Liverpool are evolving.
3: Yeah, so it seems like a natural selection up front for me now that's uh has gone. But um <laughs> yeah, uh yeah I mean, or oh, is it Marnie? You always get those two confused. Marnie or Thorne? Marnie. They're both at Bayern Munich
0: now, so that's going to get very confusing. Mm.
4: Anyway. Commentator's nightmare. So for the top four, I would go with Manchester City to win the title. Liverpool second, Tottenham third, and Arsenal fourth. Um, I worry about Chelsea this season, especially because, like, Koundé didn't come to Chelsea, and they've had a lot of targets, defensively especially, that haven't come in. I do worry about them finishing top four. Spurs have obviously strengthened massively, so I think they will definitely finish third. And Arsenal have a
5: young team that are just going to progress season on season. I'm fairly confident with this one. I've always been a little uncomfortable with football predictions. I do think that the key to successfully predicting the future, as Nostradamus, Mystic Meg, and indeed leggy 2010 World Cup sage Paul the Octopus have proven is to be just ambiguous enough that you can claim to be right either way. Predicting league placings doesn't offer that sort of scope for ambiguity, but nevertheless, I'm going to give it a go um, so top four, I'm going to go with both Manchester clubs, bit of a controversial take that Liverpool and Tottenham and bottom three. Uh, I think Bournemouth will struggle. Uh, I do think Leeds might have a tough time with the loss of Calvin Fim- Phillips, uh, becoming a permanent thing now and Patrick Ramford uh, set to be on the sidelines, uh, for a significant chunk of the season again. And, um, I think Brentford uh, might struggle with that difficult second season syndrome, particularly uh, with the loss of Christian Eriksen. So top four, Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool and Tottenham And bottom three, Bournemouth, Leeds and Brentford.
3: You're listening to 1865, the Nottingham Goers podcast.
4: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Okay, so now we are joined by Michael from the Perth de la Prem podcast. Hi, Michael. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing?
4: Yeah, really good, mate. Uh, looking forward to having a chat with you today, or this evening, depending on where you're listening from.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's lunchtime in in the UK, and uh, I think you've got you've got your lights on in the background there. So. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, Anyway, so. I've got just a few questions for you as a Premier League fan welcoming Forest back into the top flight. So, to start off with, us Reds fans, we are very much steeped in the club's history and traditions and culture. But as a Premier League fan, how much do you know about Nottingham Forest?
4: Well, I've heard lots about Nottingham Forest. To be honest, last time Nottingham Forest were in the Premier League, I, I don't remember it. But obviously, I've heard European Cup winners. Quite a um a big team in England in the eighties as as we've discussed as well previously, um, but I wouldn't say I know a whole heap about Nottingham Forest. But nostalgically, you know, hearing things from you know, different generations, it's really exciting to have them back in the Premier League as well.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so it's been so heartening for us. have so many Premier League fans of all generations actually having that sense of excitement of like well Forrester back where they belong it's a very easy thing for people to say but it's actually quite nice for us to hear. Um, So let's come to the present day. Um, Forrester caught the eye with a necessarily busy summer of transfer activity. Uh, We've had quite a lot of players going out, players whose contracts have expired, players who have been loaned out, um, young players who have been loaned out. We've also had I think as, as, of, as of the time of recording, we've had 10 new signings and there's all kinds of rumours swirling around about Jesse Lingard uh, as, as we're recording at the moment. So for you, as the neutral, what do you think about the value and the profile of the signings that we've made so far? Well, look, I think you've
4: made some excellent signings as well. And if you look at the age profile of, of these signings, I think that's, that's always really important. Um, and they're all quite young. So you look at um, players like Tewa Amani. Dean Henderson as well, obviously it's on loan, but still a very good signing. You've obviously got Omar Richards, he's had a scoop experience in World Munich, a really elite club in Europe. Maybe he didn't play as much, but still an experience. Uh, Nico Williams has had experience at the top level with Liverpool. I think he made some really good signings and, and players that will help solidify the squad and hopefully it will be a good balance between the players who got you there and you know, players that are gonna come and improve the squad. And um, we spoke a little bit earlier about the prices of these players as well. Because they are so young, even if you do go down next season or even if you don't, it doesn't quite work out. They're going to have good resale value because they are young uh, prospects coming through. So I think it's really smart business by Noddy and Forrest and obviously coming back up into the Premier League. Investment is so important in getting that right and that recruitment because you've seen teams come up before and splash the cash, but not necessarily in a good way. You're talking about your Norwiches and your Bullets, just throwing it at, at all sorts of players, but maybe not having a strategic plan. It looks like Forrest have targeted areas of the squad that they need. Obviously, um, Jed Spence isn't going to be there next season, although he was just on loan last year. Um, brought Nico Williams in similar profiles, young, exciting prospects. And with Bryce Samba going, we've got Dean Henderson coming in, brought a couple of forwards in as well. So... I think it's been a really smart, smart summer so far, and yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they all fit in.
0: Mm. Okay, so the big one in terms of right. So, I think for for our listeners' benefit, obviously you're based in Australia. Um, you are a Man City fan. Um, your podcast uh, teammates they are Liverpool fans. So your supporters are big clubs in another country watching the Premier League. So, what do you think? Who's going to do well in the Premier League? Who's going to go down? And where do you predict the Reds to finish next season?
4: Oh, put me on the spot. If, um, if anyone or any of the listeners out there have managed to see our podcast, um, each one of us, so myself, so I'm Michael, we've got another Michael and Gareth, we all predicted Nottingham Forest as our surprise team. We've all predicted them to come up and do really, really well. A lot of it was down to the business that's been done so far. We think of has the signings there as I've mentioned before. Um and obviously just I think i will just have you know, that confidence coming up from where they did last season, obviously being bottom of the table at one point, and then being able to improve so drastically that they've got back to the Premier League. Um in terms of I mean, in terms of position next season, I think that's gonna be a tough one. I could see them finishing Obviously, above the relegation places, probably anywhere from, I would say, 17th to 14th. And I think that would probably be a good season. I'm, I'm sure yourself and your listeners would just be happy staying in the league because, obviously, once you do that, it allows you to build from them and gets get stronger and stronger. And financially, it's, it's better for the club as well. But, yeah, I'd say anywhere from 17th to 14th, I think that would be roughly where I'd be next season. Okay. And who do you think is
0: going to win the league?
4: Well, um, we, we asked this last time on our podcast as well. And I, I said Liverpool just purely because of, um, you know, last couple of seasons, it's just so, um, it's been so tight. Liverpool and Man City, Liverpool, and Man City, been one or the other really. And it's always had a couple of tight chases. Man City have luckily enough come out of that on top. Um, but last time we did come out on top, Liverpool managed to get over the line the following the season. And I think they'll be really, really hungry to do that again. Um, obviously, improve their squad. They, they've lost Mane. It um, will be a big loss. But you've got to, you've got to constantly refresh your squad. And same thing's sort of happening at Man City now. I mean, I'm sure your listeners maybe don't have sympathy to Man City and all the riches that we've got. <laughs> um, but we have had a lot of players go out and players that I've been sad to see go as well. So I think maybe it's just a little bit too much change. Obviously, Raheem Sterling's left. Um, We've seen Zinchenko go, although he wasn't necessarily a first team player. He's been a really important squad player. And um, Jesus as well, he's left. So it's players that have been really pivotal in our success. Yes, we signed Earl Harlan, but obviously, again, like I've mentioned about transfers, there's not necessarily any guarantees there. Thank
0: you very much, Michael. Uh, Just to finish off, where can our listeners find your podcast?
4: Yeah, so we're on Facebook and Twitter at First La Prem, also on Spotify. Um, same handle, Perth De La Prem SoundCloud, and Podbean, Perth Telegram as well. So, give us a listen if you want to hear all things Premier League.
0: Thank you very much to Michael, and of course to our regular pundits for their Premier League predictions. We'll be back with some Newcastle previews. Keep an eye on our social media for those and. We will also be giving you match reports on every single Forest match this season with views from the opposition as well as our view as Reds fans. You can find all of the links if you go to our main page, 1865.football and you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Do join us this season, it's going to be quite the ride.